A very tender welcome from the Lion of Judah Non-Denominational Church and me, Pastor Christopher Padula. My reflection today is based on the Kabbalah. The literal translation of the word Kabbalah is that which is received. To receive, we must be receptive. It is a part of Jewish tradition that deals with the essence of God. Kabbalah is an ancient spiritual wisdom which teaches the individual and the world as a whole how we can improve our lives. Within the soul of every individual is a hidden part of God that is waiting to be revealed. Kabbalah is an ancient spiritual wisdom that empowers us to improve our lives, discover our purpose, and achieve the lasting fulfillment we are meant to receive. The Kabbalah teaches that each person exists to empower humanity, to achieve true fulfillment, and encourage curiosity and openness. Here now, the Kabbalah's hidden secret about Rosh Hashanah by Billy Phillips. Rosh Hashanah is known as the New Year. Traditionally, it is also understood as a time of judgment when the Creator supposedly takes a reckoning of our deeds during the previous year. But according to Kabbalah, both these depictions of Rosh Hashanah are inaccurate. Kabbalah teaches that the force we call God does not preside over a heavenly court, deciding who will be forgiven and who will be punished. Rosh Hashanah has nothing to do with being Jewish. Science can offer us some insight into the true significance of Rosh Hashanah. A principle of physics states that for every action, there is an equal reaction. For every cause, there is an effect. Rosh Hashanah is built upon this foundation, the universal law of cause and effect. Though we may not be aware of it, when we behave in a contemptuous, uncivil, or rude manner, we arouse negative forces. When we cheat, lie, steal, insult, or harm other people, a negative energy force is brought into existence. Each time we lose our patience, react with anger, or lose our temper, we have created an actual force of darkness, a blockage that clings to us. These negative forces are the unseen cause behind all the things that just happen to go wrong in our lives. Rosh Hashanah is our opportunity to confront and combat all the negative energy and blockages aroused through the wrongful reactive acts that we've committed during the preceding year. At this special time, the spiritual cycle of the universe is structured so that the consequences of our careless misdeeds, intolerant behavior, and hurtful words return to us. These repercussions of our own actions stand in judgment before us, not the Creator. The court of cause and effect stands in session. Think of it like a boomerang effect. Every word we speak, each action we perform, every deed we commit is another boomerang that we fling out into the cosmos. Each Rosh Hashanah, these boomerangs return into our lives, all the positive ones and all the negative ones. Moreover, this boomerang effect on Rosh Hashanah is not exclusive to the Israelites. 
According to the wise Kabbalistic sages, the experience of cause and effect is shared by all mankind during this specific time. Kabbalah teaches that reality is like a mirror. Look into a mirror and smile, and the image smiles back. If we curse into the mirror, the image curses us back. This is how life works, whether we realize it or not. When we perform a negative act in our world, the cosmotic mirror reflects that negative energy back at us during Rosh Hashanah. The Creator never stands in judgment of us, and we are never required to stand in judgment in front of the Creator. God does not punish. God does not reward. This, perhaps, is the biggest misconception people have about the Creator. There is only one force, one divine energy for the entire cosmos. Just as there is but one electrical force flowing through your home at this very moment. The force is, is only good, positive and infinitely compassionate. Most people tend to call this infinite force God. Now consider this. Electricity enriches your life by providing power for all your home appliances. But this same force can also be used destructively. Stick your finger into a light socket and you can kill yourself. But the nature of the electricity never changed. It would be senseless to say that the electricity punished you. In the same way, the Creator never punishes us. Never, ever. We ourselves have chosen to place our finger in the electrical socket through wrongful conduct, knowing or unknowingly. We always have the free choice of how we react or pro-react to life's challenges. Did you ever happen to notice that when we know something is wrong, we often choose to do it anyway? Whether it's losing our temper, overworking, or overreacting to the obstacles and challenges that life throws our way, we always feel compelled to do what we know we shouldn't. Likewise, did you ever notice that when we know something is right, correct, good, and beneficial for us, we give it up for the negative option, or we put it off until we forget about it completely. We have the freedom to engage in negative activity or positive actions. The choice is always ours. Let's now define the whole concept of negative activity and in turn see how we inadvertently perform misdeeds each day of our lives. Negative activity can materialize in ways both large and small. Consider the sins of murder, evil speech, and adultery. We can kill someone physically or we may also kill someone emotionally and spiritually. We can assassinate a person's body, or we may also assassinate a person's character. We can destroy someone's relationships, or we may also ruin their livelihood when we cheat them in business. Kabbalah teaches that the sin of spilling blood is not limited to physical violence. Spilling blood also refers to the shame and embarrassment we cause to others forcing the blood to rush to their faces out of humiliation when we snap at them or demean them because of our own insecurities and selfishness. A 
According to Kabbalah, any form of nasty speech or gossip, even about someone we have never met, is one of the most serious crimes a person can commit. Speech has tremendous powers. When we speak badly of others, we not only damage their lives, but we also damage ourselves and even the entire world. At Rosh Hashanah, our damaging words come back to haunt us. You can deny it, you can dispute it, you can live in self-denial, but this belief in the law of gravity will not prevent you from crashing into the pavement if you step off a high rise. Evil speech is a no-win situation, and we pay for it each time we do it. The concept of adultery is not limited to extramarital affairs. One can also covet another person's business, their children, or their material possessions. Envy and adultery occur when we fail fully to appreciate all that we have. This lack of appreciation occurs when we gain our possessions through egocentric behavior. The moment you cast your eye at another person's possessions and fantasize that it is yours, or you experience jealousy in your heart, you've committed a form of adultery. <clears throat> now that we understand that there are real repercussions associated with our negative behavior, large and small, we may be tempted to ask for a pardon or seek exoneration through ignorance of the law of cause and effect. Ignorance of the law is no excuse, and natural laws of the universe cannot be violated without consequences. You cannot plead ignorance of the law of electricity while you are touching live, high-voltage wires. It is also a spiritual law of the universe that when a person achieves a basic change in his or her own nature, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> the universe must respond and reflect that miraculous energy back to us. We then can use that energy to alter our destiny and deflect judgments. The first thing we must do to bring about change is to admit that we are guilty. You need to accept responsibility. You must become accountable for your actions. Now, with all your heart and soul, you must make every attempt to change our ways during the Rosh Hashanah connection. <clears throat> this internal change begins with a mighty and majestic blast of a horn. Most people associate the blowing of the shofar with tradition. <clears throat> it is viewed as ceremonial activity, a symbolic act of commemoration. The shofar's power can only be expressed when the knowledge of its true purpose is instilled within our consciousness. Knowing why we sound the shofar is the electrical current that turns it on. Knowledge powers the shofar. In spiritual terms, we created the negative blockages that are embedded in our soul because of our behavior throughout the prior year. In other words, the shofar banishes all those nasty blockages from our being. The sound emanating from the shofar operates like a spiritual laser beam that dissolves all the blockages of negative energy, 
that we've created over the previous 12 months. The mystical sound of the shofar acts as a cleansing agent, a mystical ultrasound vibration that removes the negative blockages and purifies our soul. If we are sincere about changing our ways, then that true commitment combined with the shofar blasts destroys all the blockages of negative energy that we've created over the previous 12 months. Amen. Shalom.